Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Around fakes left, goes right himself. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Almost knocked off LSU 31-17 on Saturday. Moved to 6-1 overall, 3-1 in the SEC. Rebels are now ranked number 9 in the coaches poll, number 10 in the AP. They travel to the Plains, 21st-ranked Auburn. 6.30 is kickoff on Saturday. On tonight's show, we will have Harry's Corner. We'll talk with Harry Harrison. Rob Brown from Sideline Sports Talk Radio will join us as well. And so it's Gary Darby along with this voice, Chuck Ronsville. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Things are wonderful. Things are good, my man. Things are good. And um, I appreciate uh, the fact that you are back and, and, and doing some things with us. Tell us a little bit, Chuck, about uh, Ole Miss Spirit and things going on with you. Well, we switched networks to the On3 on network and still under OEMSpirit.com. You know, that's how you find it, OEMSpirit.com. And uh, Ben Garrett and I are rolling. We're fixing to add a couple of more uh, to our staff, and we're very excited about uh, the future, no no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, Yancey called me, and he said, the show's getting big. I need to handle things behind the scenes. And I said, well, yeah, I'll come back. This, this, this has been my baby for like 23 years, so why not? That's right. It is still Chuck's show, right? That's what people say. So so, so you and Gordon are, are helping do Chuck's show, right? And Gordon, you get that same thing sometimes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, we, we kind of started together like in 1990 uh, yeah. in the old Jeff Weinberger show. and. Yeah. We'd go across the street and drink at the Poplar Lounge. Well, not the Poplar I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was the Poplar Lounge, yeah. Now, you remember I used to make fun of Jeff and how the late, great Jeff Weinberger and how he did, wouldn't shave and had a wrinkled clothes and everything. <laughs> he used to love that, and I did too. He lived in the same apartment for like 30 years. <laughs> that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, I remember when I first started doing the Grizzly stuff, and he was – that was early to 2011 or whatever, and he was still there. Same looking Weinberger at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the great ones that's been involved in some of oh, these things. I love too. Him. Good so you can text message this program at 662-426-1093. Billy from Tyler's already chatting at you, just so you know, Chuck. All right. He's, he's already he's already talking with you just a little bit. Uh, so if you want to get into the text me- message segment that's going to be coming up uh, at about 622 on the program, you do 662-426-1093. We'll do all the usual things 
But my goodness, um, it was the first time for young Witten Darby to attend a football game. <laughs> How'd it go? Uh, we lasted till six minutes in the first quarter. <laughs> um, it, it was it was okay, right? I mean, we were there twenty five minutes prior, and and he's the foot he's the sports guy. The older one's not. He wanted to go because he couldn't play his Nintendo. He couldn't see his Nintendo well enough. Uh, the little one, though, after the flyover, it was about Dunchuck. Now, here's the thing. It was 7 to nothing LSU. They're driving again. We exit the stadium. Oh. And I know people are thinking, boy, wow, look at these people. <laughs> these... <laughs> They're giving up already. <laughs> and that just wasn't it. And then all of a sudden, they get the interception. They stop yeah. them at the goal line. And, boy, did that just flip the game truthfully right there. No question. 31 straight. 31 straight points, and by the end of the third quarter, it was over. I yeah. mean, the fourth quarter was just something you're go, going through the motions. I'll tell you one thing. If I was them, I would have switched quarterbacks a lot earlier. Newsmeyer seemed like he kind of moved the team. And Johnson, I mean, he just got to set up and all that. But Ole Miss defense just smothered him. I yeah. mean, he didn't do much. Ole Miss has had a problem against running quarterbacks. But stationary quarterbacks – we're pretty good against them. I think that's true. And in watching Max Johnson, it reminds me, as the Florida State person that I kind of grew up, his his dad mm-hmm. was the exact same quarterback, not very mobile, passing was okay, yet he won at Florida State, and he won a Super Bowl with hey, Tampa Bay. Different era, though. That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, you, the, nowadays the attacks that use all 11 men, they're just hard to defend, man. Look at Corral. Look at, you know, look at Tennessee. When, when – Hooker didn't run in in the first half. Mm-hmm. We jumped out to a big lead. He started running in the second half, and they closed the gap, came back in the game. I mean, it's just hard to defend a running quarterback. Absolutely, and I think you're going to see that as we talk about Ole Miss and Auburn. That's part of the whole deal. Bo Nix. And I like Bo Wallace. How come we're not talking good Bo, bad Bo with this guy? <laughs> he, oh, put, yeah. he put that on social media yeah, I saw that. a while ago. It's like, why don't we talk about good Bo, bad Bo with him? By the way, what a great day Saturday was, not just by beating LSU, bringing Eli back, seeing the whole family, hearing Archie even say that about 15 of his freshman football players, his teammates, were back with that to see number 10 on side of the stadium. Awesome. Big deal. This is a great atmosphere. But, you know, it wasn't just about the game. I mean, that's what that's what I loved about it. The game was just a cherry on top of that's the cake as right. far as I was concerned. Right. And so as, as that day went on and you watched it, and I've seen and talked to former players who were back, who some of them haven't been back since yeah. they played with Eli and things. And I thought, too, for the short time I was there, seeing Jarrell Poe, seeing Dexter McCluster, seeing them also bringing you out of timeouts and getting that crowd going, I know winning is a lot of it. But my goodness, the atmosphere on Saturday was as good no as I've question. seen it in a no long, long time. Long time. Harry Harrison will be with us on the other side of the timeout, my friends. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody! 
Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. H-back right is Casey Kelly, the tight end. Rebels with third and 12 from the LSU 36. There's the snap. Fake to Ely. Actually handed to Ely. Ely makes one man miss. Makes another one miss. He's in the 20, to the 15, to the 10. Carry him into the end zone, boys. Touchdown, Ole Miss. That's what I'm talking about, David. That was from the Ole Miss Radio Network. We thank them for the audio. The first guy you know was it was David Kellum. The next one we know as Harry Harrison. Harry's Corner is presented by Gateway Tire Service, serving you since 1929, now with 54 locations across six states. Harry Harrison, that's what I'm talking about, baby. How about that finish for the game on Saturday? Uh, man, the Ole Miss running backs, and especially uh... – Jerry and Ely finally had that coming out party. You know, we've been looking for Jerry and to break out all year, and he just he had that game finally. I mean, on that play, I went crazy. I mean, I, you know, they don't wear jocks anymore, but he, if, if that guy did, he'd still be looking for it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> all right, so Harry, I'm here. Chuck is here. Gordon's here, and we'll let you talk to the uh, the craftiest of the veterans, Chuck. Next, <laughs> Harry, I know that beating LSU means more to you than anything in the world concerning Ole Miss football. I've, I've heard you too many times through the years in press conferences, so I know that felt good to you, but as an old safety, Lane Kiffin said Saturday that uh, Jake Springer is the corral of his defense. Tell me what you see out of Jake that, that makes Kiffin say that. Well, you know, Chuck, he, he played a really good game in the first game against Louisville. He was really more on the back end, if you remember that. And if you went through spring training and got to see any of that, he really was the free safety. He was the guy back there 15, 18 yards deep. And then all of a sudden we got him up close to the line of scrimmage in the last two games he's played in. He's made a ton of difference. He's getting guys lined up, obviously. And, of course, Chance Campbell in 44 in the middle is doing that for those five. But he's taking chances. They're blitzing with him. They're bringing him off the edge. And that, that's what's made the difference. I mean, all of a sudden we got Chance. We got he. We got Mark Robinson, number 35. Those three guys have kind of taken over as far as the, the, the tackle games and the, and the run games we've played uh, against Arkansas and especially 
this past week against LSU just shut them down. 77 yards rushing. So that, that's what I've seen out of uh, Jake Springer is that he's come up and, and just made a world of difference because they've taken him out of the back, brought him up close to the line of scrimmage. He's a tackling machine, does a great job of running those guys down from the backside. So uh, that's really helped uh, really short up our run game, run game defense for sure. I'll tell you one thing, Harry. You watched the Ole Miss offense, and, I mean, they just rushed at will. And you've read this Brian Harson's has been putting this stuff out that they're going to basically have uh, – uh, different defense for Ole Miss. And, you know, Corral's been hurt. They're running more. A lot of pe- people don't realize they're the number one rushing team in the SEC. What do you see? Because, I mean, Derek uh, Mason couldn't stop them at Vanderbilt, and they ran all over him. What do you think uh, Auburn's going to do? Well, let me say this. Derek Mason at Auburn is going to have a bunch better players than he had at <laughs> Vanderbilt. So we can clear that up right now. they got a much better defense than he had and better guys to coach at Auburn than he did in uh, in Nashville. But, yeah, I've been watching some film today when they played Arkansas two weeks ago, and they ran a lot of times they'd run a three-man front and drop eight. But and it, most of the time they like to line up with two defensive tackles and two stand-up defensive ends, and they may call them something else, but that's what it is. And one of those kids, obviously – is the guy down in uh, uh, from from Gulfport who we recruited very very hard. His name's Derek Hall, and it's now his junior year, so he's a really good outside linebacker, defensive end. He rushes a lot, drops into flat on coverages and things. But that's what I see him running, you know, opening up with. It's, it's a two, two guys with their hands on the ground, two guys standing up, and two inside linebackers. So you know, you can call that a three-four. You can call it a four-two. Whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. That's that's the thing they're going to do. And if we get to throwing it on them. They'll just drop three down guys and drop eight. So that's what I've seen so far. Uh, yeah, nobody's run tempo against them like we've run tempo. So we'll, we'll see. You know, uh, it, it's easy to say. It's kind of like what's that old saying Mike Tyson said? Everybody's got a plan that you get hit in the mouth. So we'll see what, what happens when the Rebels fired up on Saturday. I'm going to take you back to the defense again. And you mentioned Chance Campbell because we've seen – you know, Bo Nix now with his legs and doing some things and, and obviously has been a little bit better. Do you think there is maybe a spy situation, right, where you got chance watching and doing that, or do you think things change at all considering what you get from Bo Nix? No, I think I think you're right. Uh, I think you've got uh, uh, Chance Campbell being a spy. And we've seen that in several, in several instances this year, especially at Tennessee when Hendon Herner uh you know, broke out of the pocket. There was a chance right there at him. You know, and of course, Saturday, Momo uh, Sanogo had come in and sub for uh, for Chance, and their quarterback Max Johnson ran a bootleg, and I think maybe it was Sam that turned him back inside. But there was Momo. You know, a lot, a lot of open field space, and the, the guy didn't juke him at all. It broke down, made a great tackle, but that's called spying. And so he's just waiting on the quarterback, and that's what Chance and Momo have done on several when they're not rushing. They're going to be spying the quarterback. If we can get pressure with three guys, then that's just beautiful. We 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 got more guys to drop. But uh, Bo Nix, especially in that LSU game, the Arkansas game, just scrambled and it looked like he got re-energized. You know, in that Georgia State game, they they took him out and put their backup in. He was having a terrible day. But in the last two weeks, uh, he's really come alive. His, his light switch came on. He's a different guy for sure. Harry, uh, I defer to your knowledge here, but from my limited knowledge, it looks to me like 
DJ Durkin has gotten more aggressive with his calls uh, since the Arkansas game. It, they were they seem like a passive calls against Arkansas, but against Tennessee and and LSU, he kind of went after them. Chuck and I, and I think you know I don't really know what happened that game, but but you saw just what I saw. We we just didn't get any pressure on that quarterback, and all of a sudden they put put up six hundred and fifty yards, and you know the big kid from over here in North Panola can certainly can run it. You know, a little pressure on me doesn't throw it very well. But, uh, but we just didn't get much. We tried that the three-man rush, and I mean, you know, when you drop a running back off, everybody gets double teamed. So we didn't we didn't have much luck in that game. But since then, and maybe it's because we got Springer back, Chuck. Maybe because now all of a sudden we brought Springer up to the line of scrimmage. Mark Robinson is really uh, all of a sudden his light switch has come on at that weak side backer. So we got three guys right there that can add to that pass rush with the, with, the, with the front three that we got. And I really think that's made a huge difference. And, of course, Kiffin kind of tips his hat to Springer being the guy. But those two inside guys have really tackled well, and they put some pressure also. So I think all of a sudden you've got a combination of six guys that can get to the quarterback. Obviously he's not going to rush all six, but we have brought even a delayed safety blitz. Uh, against LSU and it works. So, uh, yes, I think we've gotten a lot more aggressive, and maybe that just became because we had some guys injured and uh, and, it, and now they they're playing. So, Chuck, I'm like you. It looks different in the last two weeks, doesn't it? No doubt. We got about three minutes left here, Harry, and I'll leave you with this. Can you just kind of, as a former player, with all the other guys that came back to and the whole special weekend it was, just kind of tell us what the whole weekend was like for Ole Miss football and how good that was for Ole Miss football. The only way it could have been any better, I'm going to say it's a 99.9% perfect, okay? But the only way it could have been any better would have been 38-7 to Ole Miss over LSU because that, <laughs> score was not, that score was not indicative of how, much, how bad we, we beat LSU. And that's the only thing that rubbed me a little bit. But uh, anytime we beat LSU, I'm in. So, no, Thursday night it started with the M-Club uh, uh, a banquet where we honored Eli Manning is is, is obviously a deserving uh, member of now the Ole Miss Hall of M Club Hall of Fame. There was some great storytelling there, uh, and then you know Friday maybe we caught our breath. The coaching staff didn't. A lot of recruits came in. Big recruiting weekend, and then Saturday, I don't know how. I'd, I just said the only way it got better was the score, but you know other than that, I don't know how it could have gotten any more perfect. I mean, beautiful day, nice breeze, seventy five degrees. Uh, the crowd was loud. It was packed in there. The Grove, I didn't get to the Grove, but uh, uh, they said it was jumping just like it was in the stadium, and I know it was. So I don't know how you could got any better than that other than if we just you know, beat them 38-7. That'd been, that'd been the only thing that could have put a little more icing on the cake. But uh, having Eli Manning back, having Dexter McCluster back, uh, you know, having all these other guys back, I think Laquan Treadwell was back. I mean, these guys came for this, and uh, that's how much everybody thought of Eli Manning, of course. Patrick Willis, too, Harry. That's right. Well, yeah. Yeah, let me say Patrick Willis. Patrick was there on Thursday night. I got a chance to visit with him. So he was here throughout the entire weekend, too. So. I, you know, you got two potential NFL Hall of Famers there in Eli and Patrick. I don't know how it gets any. Uh, I don't. I don't know the lights get any brighter than to have those two guys back for the I, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick in the next number retired. I could it wouldn't be. shock me. It wouldn't it shock very, me. Could very well be. Could, be. could very well be. Certainly deserving. All right, my man. Thanks for spending another Monday night with us. We'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll, we hope to get to the planes and, and come back with a big W.
Let's hope so. Harry Harrison is with us. Hey, text message line is 426 Well, I'm giving the wrong one out. That's right, 426-1093. We got two or three of them, Chuck. 662-426-1093. Billy is already in. We need your text messages. I didn't get Lane's thoughts at the top of uh, the show, uh, and we'll get that. And we've got some injuries. All of that is coming up as we continue with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi. Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon with you. Hang on. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. If you were exposed to Paraquat, you may be compensated. Farm workers, herbicide applicators, and other individuals with Parkinson's disease caused by Paraquat exposure may be entitled to settlement benefits and financial compensation. Farmers and agricultural workers who work directly with and around Paraquat are at the greatest risk of being exposed to Paraquat. Exposure is most likely to occur in the following ways. Mixing or loading Paraquat, spraying Paraquat, maintaining tanks and equipment used to spray Paraquat, spending time in fields where Paraquat was sprayed. Products that contain Paraquat as an active ingredient may be sold under many different brand names, such as Gramixone, Cyclone, Helmquat, and Parazone to name a few. If you or family member have been exposed to Paraquat and developed Parkinson's disease, please call the law office of Dan Mars for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Back and in studio with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Let's get some thoughts from Lane Kiffin before we get to the text message line at 426-1093. Really pleased with how our defense played. Um, you know, really did a good job stopping the run for a team last week. They had to run the ball extremely effective against a really good Florida team. So that was a big challenge for us. And um, it was great to see in the game kind of end up being an unusual feeling game for us in our two years, you know, where we are playing really good on defense. Um, you know, we're limited on offense with, you know, so many skilled guys out. So, once we got the lead, we kind of played that way, um, you know, even punting at midfield, and, and it was good to see that work. 
Yes, it was good to see that work, right? And he joked that uh, his special teams player of the week was actually Mac Brown, which he never wants that to happen because you never you never want your punter to be. You don't want you don't want to use the punter. <laughs> but uh, latest thoughts brought to you by First South Farm Credit. It is unusual for the time since you've been here. I mean, the offense still put up thirty one, but the defense uh, for a while held things down in check after that first, you know. Two drives, really. They made the stop at the goal line, and so he could punt from the 50 instead of having to go for it. Right. Well, let me tell you something. I am a firm believer in analytics, Gary. I mean, the numbers don't lie. And, and, And Lane studies the numbers. His whole staff believes in analytics, and I like that. But you can't completely take the human element out of football. And there's times when your gut's got to say, okay, I'm going to go against these analytics and do what what the flow of the game the momentum the situation your players those kind of things that's yeah. that's that's all part of coaching yeah one of the things is after the game he mentioned that he needs to get some of his big play receivers back because they ran a traditional offense in that game and i think he punted a lot and went against some of that analytics analytics because he didn't have the players out there that he could do that with I agree. I agree. We've got text messages and an injury report to get to. Text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. Billy wants to know, Chuck, are we going to see the Navy Blue Helmets anymore this year? Man, I don't know, Billy. I, I hope so. That's my favorite. But now, you know, this, this powder blue is obviously caught on pretty big with the fans and the team, the players, the coaches seem to like it. But uh, I'm an old traditionalist now. I I don't. I, it's hard to mess up gray pants, red jersey, and navy blue helmet. Oh, it's just gosh. hard to mess it up. I agree with <laughs> it's you. It's awesome. And this one, uh, this text message, kind of goes on to something that Gordon said during the timeout. Uh, if Arch had committed, that would have been the perfect day. Great to hear Chuck with y'all tonight. Keep him on the show. Typically, shows up when the Rebs are rolling. <laughs> He's right. Who is that? I did, did, no name. Anonymous. Hey, you coward. <laughs> Anonymous from the 662. It, could, it uh, couldn't be more in. truthful. <laughs> We're glad he's back also. And we thank you, too, for your text messages. We lose. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we have more, but we've got to get to the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Chuck, what we got injury-wise? Well, obviously, Jonathan Wingo, wide receiver. He's been out for a while, and we anticipate him being out another couple of weeks. Uh, wide receiver Braylon Sanders was out last week. I kind of think he's going to play this week. Uh, but now he does have – he's always had hamstring issues, and he's got a little bit of a hand, hamstring tweak besides his shoulder. So we'll see. Ben Brown, I hear, not good news. Uh, now, obviously, none of this is official because Lane doesn't talk about it. Correct. That's correct. But, but the you know the rumor mill and with the NIL out there, kids talk, Twitter, you, you pick up a lot of things that Lane probably doesn't want out, but it's out. It's out there. I'm not breaking any news. I hear that Ben Brown might be out for the year with a torn mm. bicep. Caleb Warren came back in and played against LSU. He did have to go out a little for a little while, but he came back in. So, I mean, he must be all right. And, you know, our quarterback, what a great job the coaches did managing him this week and, and limiting his runs to allow him to heal up some because he took a beating at Tennessee. He, and, you know, everybody's saying, hey, he gained 200 yards, 195 or whatever. 
but he carried the ball 30 times. And you don't want I know. That. He took a huge beating in that game. I mean, it's, it's no. You could tell. Yeah, and, and you just can't keep doing that. He's, he's 200 pounds. If he was like K.J. Jefferson, 6'5", 240, 250, run him. Where, where you're delivering the hits more than you're you exactly. know, taking them if exactly. you're corral, right? Uh, right, exactly. But now, you know, down the, down the line, he's going to have to run the football for us to win. But at the same time, not 30. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm with you. And I think a lot of times with injuries, we all know that. Now, some of these, if they are season-ending surgery requiring, and we don't know any of that, right? But it's usually pain tolerance. What can you yeah. take? And, when, and each man's different. Look, uh, I... I, I get a hangnail and and I'm probably out. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm finished. But remember this, Gary, you and me and Chuck getting hurt. Okay, isn't like one of those guys. They've got machines. They got all sorts of stuff that can fix these guys pretty quickly. Now, if it's that bad, you know, sometimes it won't heal as quick. But I mean, I'm just telling you, they got stuff that can heal people a lot quicker than if you and I got hurt. Sure. I got a couple more too. Uh, Jalen Jones, cornerback, he went down. We think with the shoulder injury. I don't know what he's what his status is going to be for this week. But I thought the corners did pretty good without him. Uh, and you know, I want him back. Obviously, he's a good player, but I, I wasn't disappointed in the cornerback play. And then, of course, Jerry and Ely came back from concussion protocol. Uh, he missed the Tennessee game, or you know, and and. I thought he looked like his old self, particularly with that last touchdown. Well, as Harry said, someone lost a jock strap on that yeah, one. Exactly. <laughs> there's, Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt. We got maybe a, a quick uh, text message, and it's again back to John Rice Plumley. We get these almost every week, <laughs> Chuck. And that is do you think now you'll see him more? If well, not, I, kind of wasting a potential weapon. I, I thought we saw him more against he LSU. He was out there. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what I'd like to see, though, is using him more not just putting him out there to be a decoy um you know at first of the year he missed most of august with the injury he got way behind the people in front of him now he's caught up hey let's let's give him the ball yeah i think you're right we're halfway done with the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Highline. Next, Rob Brown will join us. We'll spend some minutes with him from the Auburn perspective. Our game day focus comes up next. We'll turn it to this next week. Ole Miss and Auburn coming up. We'll be back in studio here in North Mississippi in just a few. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. 
BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talking Champions Podcast Network. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Howdy toddy, gosh almighty. Hello, folks. Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B, West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy being sleepy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki, featuring the most fun off the road and on the road motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers, plus you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris, and Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Just one of the many good songs from former Ole Miss baseball player, Brett Young. Who knew when I was doing the radio all those years ago and we were riding the bus with that dude that he was going to come out and be one of the best country music stars around in Amazing. the year 2021, 20, as it is. All right, Gary Darby, Chuck Ronsville with us, as well as Gordon Ford. And now we go to the phone lines for our game day outlook. It's brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars, your contact for serious injuries for over 30 years. Rob Brown, Sideline Sports Talk Radio. Rob, it's Gary, Chuck, and Gordon. How are you? Hey, glad to be with y'all. Always have loved this show. I love working with Gordon and Chuck. Uh, all of y'all, you're having a hell of a season this year. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I tell you one thing: Ole Miss is coming down there, ranked in the top ten. We better be ready. It's going to be a long night. So tell us a little bit from the perspective of Auburn. I mean, look, Ole Miss has has won occasionally down there, but from an Auburn perspective, looking at this Ole Miss team, what is the buzz that way from Auburn looking at Ole Miss? 
Well, the number one thing is I think this is an Ole Miss team that's coming down there absolutely confident, 110% that they're going to win the game. They don't usually come into Auburn like that. I mean, again, since 1892, I know they won in overtime in 99. Uh, they won in 03. They won in 2015. It's, it's tough. They're, it's hard to place. It's like Auburn at LSU. But Auburn uh, is definitely – Ole Miss has got Auburn's attention. I mean, we saw this one coming. and But, but Auburn's biggest issue is they can't run the ball very well. In three SEC games, they've run the ball 61 times for, I think, 243 yards. I think Bigsby was supposed to be all-world this year. Jarquez Hunter's done really well. But in SEC games, they're not running the ball well at all. They're 2-1, and one, but when they played a team, an elite team in Georgia, the offense was non-existent, and Ole Miss runs more plays per minute than any team in the country. So, yeah, Auburn's heads are spinning right now getting ready for Ole Miss. Rob, i got to address this with you. You know, one of those crazy Internet rumors um, – you can refute it or whatever, uh, but there's a rumor in on the internet that several Auburn players have been suspended for this game. Any truth to any of that? Well, there there there's several names, and I'm not I I have heard several names, and and they're backup players. Some of them are, but they're defensive players, and so I don't want to say anything for you know privacy reasons. Uh, but there's as many as five four or five, and uh, I'm hearing some names that, that there was one big name that apparently that one's on appeal, but uh, that, that's all I can say about that. But it, it, it could have an effect on the game because if you can't rush the passer, because in my opinion, Matt Corral is the front runner for the Heisman. He does more to help his team than any player, offense or defense, in college football. And if Auburn Amen. has the ball on deck, it'll be in trouble. He's that good. Rob, Auburn came out with just an explosion at Arkansas, beat them unmerciful. And that's something that, you know, I would have never saw coming. You were at that game. I mean, tell me, it seemed like the team had gelled at that point. Nick's played better. Just overall, uh, just a fabulous performance. And tell me what you think happened because, I mean, they've been okay so far, but in that game they just – really kind of just blew Arkansas out of their own stadium. Well, the Arkansas game, you know, Bo Nix was 21 of 26, I think 82%. Only had a couple of drop passes. That was the big reason right there. But Auburn still wasn't able to run that ball the way that they liked to, what Auburn's traditionally known for. But I think the, the big key is Arkansas, as good as they are, after about three quarters, in the fourth quarter, they just can't, stand up uh, depth-wise to, you know, Georgia or Ole Miss, certainly in this case Auburn. But I thought Auburn would go up there and, hey, they keep throwing the ball seven or eight times or more to the tight end. But they got, you know, they didn't run it as much as I thought they need to, but they did a good job harassing the quarterback and getting those tackles for losses. So that the tight ends are Auburn's best threat to catch the ball. Don't look for Auburn to come out and beat Ole Miss if they do by the receivers catching – 15 or 20 balls. It's going to be the tight end. But if Auburn can't get a running game, B.J. Durkin and Jordan, we've talked a lot about him. He's a good defensive coordinator. And in the spring, we they had most of their guys were there. They are improving, but what they're really good at, they're tackling well. I saw it in the Louisville game in game one, and they, they had a little bit of a lapse against Alabama, but a lot of people do. I think, I think Ole Miss now 
The defense is getting better. They're finding excuses to win. And the big thing with Ole Miss is they're expecting to win. They are supremely confident because they've trained hard. What's been the difference in Bo Nix in these last two games as compared to the early Bo Nix that we saw? Coaching. I mean, he didn't get any of the first couple of years really there at Auburn with the previous regime. Uh, I think maybe the, maybe somebody took an 18-inch uh, piece of string and, and wrapped it around his ankles to keep, work on his footwork. But I really think he's just been playing within himself. Uh, Brian Harson's an excellent quarterback coach, and so is Mike Bobo. I think the play calling, they're putting Auburn in positions to win instead of setting Auburn up to fail. And Bo, he got pulled in the Georgia State game. TJ Family came in a winning drive. So I think Bo now – there's knows that there is legitimate competition in the quarterback room. There was a lot of, you know, kind of competition in the previous two years, but this is real competition. And Brian Harson is a serious guy. He is not playing around out there, but I think that has made him better. And the tight end, I've nicknamed Tyler Fromm. You'll see his long hair for all the tight end. I've nicknamed him Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Guys like that confidence a lot. But I loved Riggins. My wife and I are junkies to Friday Night Lights. But uh, that's what I think is the real reason. So that's just me. Rob, tell us, you, you, you mentioned earlier that Auburn doesn't have much of a run game. What? Why? I mean, Auburn's known for run game. We know Tank Bigsby is a good back. Um, yeah. I mean, surely they've got enough linemen to open up some holes. What's going on there? Well, that's that's the problem. The offensive line, they're not running the ball really well between the tackles. And and you're seeing Auburn go in some two tight end sets, three tight end, even four. But uh, they're just they're not getting it. And, and the offensive line doesn't have getting to that second level. If you look at if you look at tape of games, uh, it, it's pretty unusual for Auburn to get to that second level. The offensive line out there blocking. So the guys are, you know, you look at Jarquez Hunter was averaging nine or ten yards a carry in the early game, but he got into the SEC game. And Georgia will ruin your stats. That's just the way playing Georgia is going to be. But they don't have the elite tackles. Uh, offensive line recruiting was really weak under the previous coaches. And going into Georgia, they used to get a lot of players like Broderick Jones. They don't get those guys right now. Uh, and that is showing up in a big way. They've probably got 40% fewer offensive linemen than LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss and Alabama do on their roster. Rob, do you think that Auburn just had a Georgia hangover for a couple of weeks? I mean, Georgia's pounding everybody, and, it, you know, Auburn doesn't expect to be pounded. You think it might yeah. be just – you think any of that happened? Well, I, I think the real thing with Georgia is you got to give Georgia credit. People say, well, you know, Auburn dropped a lot of – they had eight or nine drop passes. Well, Georgia doesn't let you execute your offense. I mean, they got Jordan Davis up front. Kobe Dean, they, they're loaded two and three deep everywhere. The key factor, and Stuart Carter, Stat Tiger, gave this stat out. They've got more guys on their roster that have played or started in 20 or more games and played and started in 30 or more games, and that's where they eat you alive. Their offense isn't anything special, but they don't have to be. Their defense is that good. As far as Auburn goes, they, Georgia has beaten Auburn in this millennium. They're 16 and 7. Auburn, prior to this millennium, had won just about every decade going back to the 40s. I just think that it's all about the line of scrimmage. That's where Auburn uh, has fallen behind Georgia uh, and Alabama. But, I mean, in this millennium, hell, Auburn's 11-10 and 10 against Alabama, but they're 7-16 and 16 against Georgia. 
Georgia hmm. is just dominating uh, in the recruiting for those elite players. And, man, look at Matt Luke. Man, Lauren Smith from Georgia Network told us last year. They love him in Athens. I mean, absolutely do. And Ole Miss, hey, Ole Miss, if they can beat you, they can say we're going to run it or we're going to throw it. And you know what? Maybe you look at the, the running backs that Ole Miss has, Snoop Connor, Henry Parrish, and Darion Ely. I mean, that's scary. I mean, any of those three guys can go yard on you on any play just about. Uh, but it's the line of scrimmage. SEC is all about the line of scrimmage. And Auburn has a lot of work to do on offensive line. They're a couple of recruiting classes away, and that's why they're not running the ball real well. Tight ends can help, but uh, they can't help that much. Rob, Gordon, you know, one of the things is you've mentioned about Brian Harson and and the recruiting before that, and Gus kind of kind of sloughed off there at the end. One thing about Harson, he doesn't really put up with a lot, and I think he's got them a lot more disciplined. I mean, he didn't like the way the wide receivers were playing, and he fired the wide receivers coach. I mean, he he's just not a lot of BS about him. No, he's not. I mean, he's a very focused guy, but he gets out there and works with his players. He runs decks, you know, upper stadiums with them. He's up at 5 o'clock in the morning. One of my, my middle son is in school at Auburn. He knows a lot of the players. They said, man, I didn't know I joined the Ranger Battalion. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I mean, he, he's up there. and uh, but, he, but he doesn't ask them to do anything he's not willing to do himself. And they're, they're buying in. I mean, not everybody's there yet. You know, these suspensions. And, again, I'm not try- – Chuck, I don't want y'all thinking I'm evading. If I knew, I'd tell you. I've listened to you and watched you practice journalistic integrity – Chuck, y'all, y'all's group for a long time. You get it. You're good people. And I want, as an Auburn man, I want Auburn to win that game. But I'm pulling for Ole Miss. I've been to 52 games I counted over the years at, uh, at the vault. So I've been to a lot of games down there. Love the people down there. But Harson is a guy that he doesn't know the South yet. He's got a lot of learning to do. You know, half the guys on that staff are from the Pacific Northwest. But one thing that he is really good at, He's great at adjusting in real time during a game. Uh, and, yeah, you're right. The uh, receiver coach, Cornelius Williams, was gone after four games. I'm not sure it was just about stuff that happened on the field, but he has uh, put the word out, you know, either you know put out or get out. And uh, Auburn needs that. Auburn had gotten soft by my standards of what I believe Auburn is. And uh, you look at Ole Miss, Ole Miss will punch in. Ole Miss is going to come in there. Again, it's the confidence that Ole Miss has. I, I said four years ago, I said Auburn ought to go after Lane Kiffin to be the coach. But you know what? This guy is one of the best coaches. He's one of the best play callers in college football. And I'm, I'm so tired of the negative narrative people go after him about this or that. I'm like, well, he only took three different quarterbacks in three consecutive seasons at Alabama and won SEC championships and got to the college football playoffs with them. How many people can say they did that? That guy's a stud as a coach. Ole Miss people – realize it and uh, he'll I don't see him ever leaving there and the thing about Carson is he has that kind of confidence but he doesn't have the talent yet to do it but Auburn will be ready they better be ready to play a full 60 against Ole Miss or they will not be able to stay on the field with them Ole Miss is the best offense that I've seen probably since so Nebraska's offense in 95 that beat Florida 62-24 because they can run it and they can throw it so well, that, that's just me observing. And I didn't say LSU in 2019 because they weren't like that. This Ole Miss team can do whatever they want. 
and they're scary. You saw them struggle a little bit in the first quarter against LSU, but they were like watching a bunch of sharks kind of gnawing at a, at a wounded, you know, whale carcass. And all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, Connor, Ely, you know, Parrish, it was like, oh, here it goes. And it's a feeding frenzy. It should have been on, you know, it's just scary because, and another thing too, Lane Kiffin's guys, I think they love playing for him. And, and I was, I mean, God, That's what, a, true. what a setting. Guys, y'all, y'all were there Saturday. That was an incredible setting. Look, I hunt down in the Delta. I got a little farm in Lambert. I hunt and drew a lot. You know what? The Manning family, that was, that was a big day. And like I said, Auburn, Auburn's getting fired up about this game like they would for Georgia or Alabama. This, this is, this is a different Ole Miss program now. Uh, they're not going to sneak up on anybody. If you, if you aren't ready to play Ole Miss, uh, it's going to be a long, miserable day. Rod, thanks for being with us tonight. If you will, tell the people how they can follow you, whether it's social media or, or, or listen to you as well. Sure. We're on uh, sidelines.live uh, Monday through Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. We just do all guests, coaches, players, and all. And then at, uh, at sidelines underscore live on Twitter. And, uh, you know, we're on six days a week. We're all about – we cover uh, college football in Dixie like kudzu and cotton. And uh, I'd love to have you, Chuck, on and any of y'all on. Gordon's on here with us all the time. But love what y'all do, and thanks for giving me the honor of being on your show. Thanks, Rob. Thank thanks, you, Rob. Rob. So, guys, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the that run game for Auburn again, which you mentioned it. That's surprising to me. Oh, I, when, when we were back in the back at the table and I was reading the stat – They've only given up seven sacks, right, in seven games. Yeah. And, and, and and I was reading on their game notes, bragging about that offensive line from that perspective. But the fact that an Auburn team is struggling to run the football is – Oh, mean, it's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, that's yeah. what they're known yeah. for. And and the idea that Bigsby is not breaking loose, busting loose, is, is just crazy to me. I figured he would be one of the top backs in the in the conference. But you look at it. Like you said, Gus slacked off, man. I mean, he really wasn't out there recruiting linemen. They had some bad offensive line coaches, and that's why they can't run. That's one of the main reasons I think Ole Miss beats them, because they'll be able to stop them, because really, Nick's can't throw it that well. As he said, they don't really have many receivers. They're throwing to the tight end, and... They really can't run, and I think D.J. Durkin will pick up on that. I think it's obvious. We don't know the names, but there's going to be some suspended Auburn players for Saturday's yeah. game, right? Yeah. There's going to, that, Good job that, on that, Chuck. There is some meat on the bone of that rumor, Chuck. No there's question. no doubt. No question. And, and uh, that suits me fine. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> I wish Nicks and Bigsby and all of them were out. wouldn't matter to me. I hear you. You know, you know and I'll tell you this, don't think for one second it's not going to be a raucous oh, crowd sure oh, it's going to be they they're people always talk about death valley uh, alabama's stadium tennessee stadium florida a&m yep. the swamp auburn's just as loud as any of them when I, they get I agree. and the time that i've been there with the packed houses and when they were good mm-hmm. and i've been to all of those others as well and yeah okay when the lsu people are doing the four corners there at the beginning and they get yeah. loud early but i'm I, I think too and all the times and you know the 15 or so years being involved with kellum and that group on the network auburn can get as loud if not louder than most they of can them. do it baby. now i haven't been in knoxville with that 107,000 just sticking I was there brother right on you i have yeah Woo. and that's no fun in texas say 
say an M twelfth man is loud. <laughs> Woo. But you're right. On the plains, they can get they can get there. They with do you. it. All right, we still have a few things to go. The red and blue chips recruiting segment. Also, Chuck is back with good, bad, and ugly. Thanks to Rob Brown with sidelines. You can follow him on Twitter again at sidelines underscore live for being with us on the program and our game day outlook. Back to finish up the program is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Oxford's newest place to eat, drink, and play is excited to say that we are now open for lunch. Starting at 11 a.m., seven days a week, we are now open for lunch. And yes, we have the burgers. Yes, we have the wings. But have you heard about them awesome carne asada fries, steak and shrimp fries, or the awesome fajita fries that everyone has been raving about? If not, you need to get the joysticks, man. Call 380-5249 or come see us at 1801 Jackson Avenue West, right across the street from Dairy Queen. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Please take me back home to Mississippi. Game time for Ole Miss and Auburn is 6.30. And then, if you haven't heard, Breakfast in the Grove the next week as as you get the 11 a.m. kickoff against Liberty, all right? Yeah. So we have all of that going on for us. All right, the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Go Orthodontics. They've been offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles in Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Coffeyville for or Collierville, rather, for quite some time. Tell us about some recruiting. Well, it was a heck of a weekend as far as unofficial visits, uh, but I'm just going to recap the top guys sure. that were here. What's that kid's name out of New Orleans? Uh, Manning. Oh, yeah, uh, that's him, yeah. Arch. 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 
he was here and you know obviously i text uh cooper last night after they got back home and i said uh you know i've i promised you i would pester you about arch but i i gotta ask you it's my job how did this weekend go for him and he said quote it was a great day for old miss and that you know that's all he wanted to say but to me that meant a lot a great day for old miss um you gave me some chill bumps there, yeah. you know, just thinking about it, right? Four-star middle linebacker Steve uh, Stone Blanton from MRA was here. He's down to Ole Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, A&M. I talked to him yesterday. There's nothing negative at all for Ole Miss. Loves the coaches, loved the atmosphere. Really enjoyed watching Ole Miss put it on LSU. Uh, Four-star nose guard Jakeem Otis was here from Columbia High School. He's committed to Alabama, but, hey, if you're visiting somewhere else, you know, that that opens the door. Four-star JUCO offensive tackle Percy Lewis from Gulf Coast was here. Um, Transfer wide receiver Taj Harris from Syracuse that had 58 catches for 733 yards was here, and he he loved it. He said Ole Miss checked all the boxes for him in our interview that uh, Ben Garrett did last night. Um, Had a hoops player. Point guard Jalen Curry out of North Carolina. He's been to North Carolina, Ole Miss, Pitt. He's 63rd player in the country. And then uh, four-star linebacker Davion, help me with this one, Gary, (laughs) Igbenosan. I think that's right. From New Jersey was in here. So – and 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 that's not it. I mean, there were there were a lot of good players here, but those guys were the studs. But you have to think that it was a big recruiting weekend for everybody. You know, yeah, every yeah. sport because you're bringing them in, right. you're letting them walk through the grove, you're showing them all the facilities, this party here, that party there, uh, and bringing it in. And then on top of that, that atmosphere in the stadium was just unbelievable. Before we get into your good, bad, and ugly and finish it up, please tell the people again how to get to the Ole Miss Spirit. Okay, we're, we're now on the ON3 network. O-N, letter 3. ON3. But if you go straight to omspirit.com, omspirit.com, it'll take you straight to the Ole Miss Spirit, and there's a sign-up special right there. Great special going on, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Absolutely great special. All right, hit the music, Rhino. we got to do some good, bad, and ugly. Sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports. Go ahead, John. You know, uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and I don't know that I've ever had one that had as much good as this. And it, I mean, it was 98% good. Um, but let's just forget about the game. I mean, that was, like I said <laughs> earlier, that was the cherry on the top. Honoring a legendary player in Eli Manning. All the returning former players that came in here was just an awesome display of that. But here's the kicker to me, and Ole Miss fans need to hear me. The crowd was unbelievable. The Grove was unbelievable. As good as any I've ever seen. There's no question in in anybody's mind that this is the premier tailgating in America and when our fans show up in the stadium, we're as good as anybody. I don't. We may not be as big, but we're as good as anybody. And here's the point I'm trying to make, Gary, clumsily, I'm sure. <laughs> Adrenaline and momentum mean everything to teams. And if you don't think as a fan that players and coaches don't get a, adrenaline going and gain momentum from the fans, 
then you're not a sports fan. You don't understand sports. So keep it up, Rebel fans. That's that's big time, big time. Bad? Nah, too many penalties. No question about that. We're averaging double-digit penalties <laughs> this year. We've got 73 penalties in seven games. That won't do, guys. No, 12, good. 12 penalties against uh, LSU. We're averaging almost 100 yards a game in penalties. And it's like it's like uh, Lane Kiffin said today in his press conference. We're leading the world in penalties, and our players have to understand that that they're making it hard on themselves. It's not like they don't talk about it. Yeah. He says they put it up every Monday. Every Monday. And he said, and it's not just the yardage you lose on penalties. It's when a play gets called back. We had two big plays called back. Saturday. One was like a 28-yard run, and one was a pass uh, for a first down. and got called back. That's got to – you know, you're not ever going to eliminate penalties, but you got to minimize them because it's going to come back to bite us in the butt if we don't. There's no doubt. Good, bad, no ugly. ugly. Wow, no right, ugly. Right? I, I'm with you. It's good. good. Power well, it's really no ugly, was except <laughs> yeah. the penalties. Hey, look, um, I don't want to get – you know, emotional or too sappy with you here, but I think Stan Sandroni will be glad you're behind that mic right now. Well, yeah. I know, man, and I, <laughs> I miss him every day. I miss him every day. Isn't he and it? I did this show for two decades. Well, when did it start? I don't even know, Gary. You know, I look, this building has changed, right? <laughs> yeah. You guys were here, and it's Stan's yeah. desk yeah. and sitting there, yeah. and then we moved over into the sales p- portion over there in the new spot and then back again, but it's good to have you I here. think before he passed away, we had, we had done it two decades, uh, wow. close to it. Well, it's obvious uh, that it's one of the, the most listened to talk shows involving Ole Miss sports, uh, without a doubt. I'm proud to be here. I know you are too, Gordon. Absolutely. There's no doubt. Love the guy, man. Sure. Well, I appreciate y'all. I really do. And I appreciate all our listeners. Yep. You know the text message line, guys. Uh, We'll do it again next week at 662-426-1093. We'll run through everything again. Let's hope we're talking about a win on the plane. I think we will. Yeah? All right, gang. Thanks for being with us, Rhino. Thanks to you back in the studio and for joining us as well. We'll do it again next Monday night from 6 until 7 and then get you prepared for what's next as far as Ole Miss football is concerned. Until then, Gary Darby, my friend, so long. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.